Hello guys, uh, welcome to this week's episode of Niambie. Uh, today we bring about a topic on depression. Uh, with us is our guest, uh, Laura Goyani. She'll be leading us uh, to what depression is, uh, why there's high rates of depression in Kenya at this particular time, the various causes and uh, signs and symptoms of depression and how depression can be treated. Uh, welcome, Laura. Oh, hi, thank you, Citroen, for having me today. I'm so excited and I can't wait to see where this discussion heads because yeah, depression is um, it's a condition that really needs to be addressed. And yeah, it's an important one. Absolutely. Uh, so, according to your personal perspective, so how can we define depression? Oh, depression. Um, my personal perspective, of course, in, a, in simple terms, is a state of deep sadness and loss of energy in daily activities. Um, that is my perspective. Like, you're just sad all the time, and you the activities that usually made you happy, uh, you don't find that you want to, like, engage in them. And the DSM-5, uh, what you call the diagnostic and... Um, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual for Mental Disorders, the fifth edition says that it is mostly uh, depressed, it's a mood disorder that is often characterized by strong feelings of sadness, guilt, worthlessness, and also includes symptoms that, you know, uh, you find that you have a sleep disorder, isolation, lack of uh, appetite, suicidal ideation, and probably suicidal behaviors. So that is what uh, depression is. Okay, uh, so uh, last week I saw in a post uh, the former Prime Minister was say, saying like uh, there have been higher cases of, uh, of murder like in relationships. Find today someone kills the wife or a wife kills her husband almost every day in let's say a day or two you find that in the news there are two or three cases of such and uh, as I know uh, depression is a result of these deaths and suicides. So, uh, according to you, uh, you've said that sadness is one of the stuff that lead to depression. So, could uh, yeah. sadness be or emotional? How, how could I phrase it? Because uh, at this particular time, we are facing coronavirus pandemic. Uh, guys mm -hmm. have lost their jobs. People are jobless, no sources of income. But life must go on. Then higher living standards which people cannot even meet uh, because prices of staff are going up but the pay is low and others are, are losing their jobs as well so they cannot meet their needs so how do you uh, clarify this uh, in regards to depression um yeah okay you've mentioned that probably guys most people are suffering from depression and that's why we have so much probably crime so much um uh domestic probably domestic things happening in relationships i wouldn't say that we should um blame depression like a hundred percent probably it can be a risk factor it could be one of the conditions to to um in addition to many other various things because nowadays we have been really blaming to mental disorders for so many years Crimes that are happening, like someone is probably found out, um, you know, kind of 
someone probably killed another person, a cold murder. But then they go to court and then to plead insanity. And you look at almost everyone who wonder, wow, yes, probably they need for the society to even seek more, you know, therapy, go seek professional help, psychological therapy and all that. But I feel like people only after we um probably find out we've done something wrong, that's when we're like, wow. This could be a condition of my mental health, or okay, or a mental illness, which is also true. But I'm not saying let's also not like blame like almost all mental illnesses for um, the crimes that are happening. You, you get me? Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm clear or have you take so many words, but yes, depression can be because uh, let's take for instance a triggered someone who is either knows that either they know or they don't know that they're suffering from depression um, and something that happened to them let's speak for instance uh, post-traumatic stress disorder this is someone who has experienced trauma in the past and then let's say they're in a relationship with someone who is in a way that is reflecting things from their past so they're triggered if you don't trust this person, of all, you don't trust issue, you feel secure with this person. And so every little thing that they do that is somehow in relation to your past trauma, it triggers you, it triggers some emotion, and you're tempted to probably respond to it negatively. That is where depression comes clear. Um, other instances also include um, even drugs. You know, we don't have drug-induced depression. So probably you're under the influence of substance, other substances as you. And that's why so many people can even commit crime. Um, you're susceptible and very vulnerable to abuse. And that's where you can see the crime levels are increasing because uh-huh. of some, you know, mental illnesses. Uh, before you continue, I've heard you mention drugs. Uh... Uh, to my understanding, I do understand that maybe people hide into drugs to overcome depression, let's say alcohol or whatever stuff. Uh-huh. So, could this be a, a sign or symptom of depression? Hmm, wow, that's a, that's a good question. Because honestly, even experts, they, they can't totally agree that, um, that depression is caused by, either, it can either be caused by, you know, uh, dependent on um, addiction or substance abuse, or they don't understand. Some 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 are like, okay, probably people who are depressed also resort to the resort to seek uh, consolation among a company and drug or in alcohol abuse. So it's a two-way thing. Um, I can't say completely one with the other or one causes the other. But sometimes they do, and they you know happen to. Um, can be an effect of the other. Okay, so uh, and of course, some, like you're saying, someone who's depressed can resort to, you know, taking alcohol as a means of or drugs, you know, like hard drugs or psychoactive drugs and all that. And then someone else who takes drugs, like on a constant, someone who has been on the constantly abusing drugs might also develop a certain uh, strain of uh, depression that is induced. If we call it probably uh, alcohol-induced depression. Wow. Yeah. 
So uh, I also heard you talk about uh, the post uh, post traumatic uh, stress disorder. Uh, so I think this is one of the causes of depression. So would you highlight these uh, plus some other causes of depression? Okay, okay. Post traumatic stress disorder is like actually in a way for them um, comorbidities. Like if you have a depression. Uh, we also have like types of depression. So uh, PTSD is one of them. Post-traumatic stress disorder. It has it came from the word trauma. Post is after you you experience some sort of trauma in your life, and then for some period, probably you're managing it. You 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 you're managing it well, or some actually just go online. We call living life in a numb state. Maybe you've ever had people who are like completely completely numb. They're numb emotions because of things that happened to them in the past. And if you don't want to, and if they don't face them, that is where the issue of numbness comes to be. But post traumatic disorder, as you know, mostly uh, it happens to you know the people in the army because of what they get to see traumatic, you know, getting everything in that environment is already traumatic. So you can imagine living in that environment. And now when you're no longer there, like for instance, you get flashbacks. Uh, it could be in forms of sound. Like for instance, someone would just like close the door and you're like, so it triggers you. It takes you back to a moment where something major in your life happened or someone who is now afraid of, you know, let's say crossing the road or even accessing public means of transport because they experienced an accident. It's a form of, you know, a traumatic event that happened to them. So it, it, they took them with them, they took that with them, um, and it's a form of, it's a disorder now, because, you know, it's hard to even deal with certain things, so the body can only manage so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, maybe maybe uh, you tackle on another one. Uh, you've clearly elaborated or articulated yourself on the post-traumatic stress disorder. But you've said uh, it mainly happens to those in the army. Maybe they experience trauma. Uh, but I wanted to correct on somewhere because uh, several people undergo various trauma. Maybe a trauma because of a fire. Maybe someone was involved in a a fire attack in a building and maybe seeing whatever happened so the trauma of being in that scenario uh, may cause this post-traumatic stress disorder in one maybe also let's say one was involved in a grisly road accident and he survived but mm-hmm. several guys got uh, died or well, there were several fatalities so uh, when he keeps on uh, remembering or reminiscing about that uh, it brings about much stress which pushes him harder to depression mm-hmm. yeah I, I use the army because it's most common you know uh, most people could identify with that but yes like you said there's so many causes it's not just the people in the army it could be just someone who was molested when they were young it manifests in so many so many instances wow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have some other more causes of depression? Um, do not many, but majorly um, let me categorize them. We have the biological or uh, the genetic predisposition to depression. This yeah. you find are probably genetic. Um, a family probably from the grandmom, 
alcohol the grandparents or someone in a family their family can't be in a relationship somewhere had depression uh, we're not saying it's uh, like likely that you're gonna get it or they will get depression but there is a likelihood that they might uh, get also depression that may, they might be diagnosed with depression we also have life events like the way the one we mentioned in Sandro being in the army probably you were one uh, molested things about probably unemployed you know these are the life events that happen probably at work that happen you know for a child it, it's something that shapes the world um, it's any major life change that you can think of can be a cause or a risk factor to depression. Wow. Yeah, and also we have chemical imbalances, like your hormones. Yes. Uh, we, our bodies are very different and how we handle things. So at some point, sometimes, if our body uh, you can, cannot uh, handle probably something major like stress, major life stresses, the, hormone, the, the hormonal imbalances just can't deal with it. And such a person uh, can be like is likely to be diagnosed with symptoms how can you know that somebody is undergoing depression how how can you know that someone is depressed oh well good question um i'll mention a few um probably like we said from the definition our simple definition of it is a state of sadness and loss of energy in undertaking daily activities so you find that such a person will have probably sleep disturbances and they are constantly in a depressed mode. So either they are oversleeping or they are having very little sleep, what we call insomnia. Or they have, their interest has diminished. Uh, probably the people who are used to be so active in sports and nature, like the people, the life of the party, quote unquote, they have to call some people, but for some reason, um, they just don't want to, to undertake certain activities. And let me not even talk about major things like um, going for an event. Even daily life activities like uh, waking up, taking a bath, uh, brushing your teeth, you know, combing your hair, because it's a huge of it, tasking and energy, um, stopping for a person who is actually um, uh, suffering from depression. We also have guilt feelings or worthlessness. Just a person who feels like, oh my gosh, where am I in here? They are like, they are, they are only adding, they're just adding space, feeling space in the app. They don't feel like they matter. They don't feel like, um, 
they have done something great and in terms of skills probably these are people who believe their life they didn't hold that support like if every little mistake they do it's just like it's magnified in their life so they, they live believing that oh everything that happens in my in everything bad that happens in life is my fault so they have this skills feelings then they have uh, I say the energy decrease it becomes, it becomes so fatigued these are people who are not um they don't have other physical conditions that probably make someone feel weak and they are very probably they are young people we expect them to be strong and energetic but for some reason their energy has just decreased and then we have constant problems uh, because a person who has depression constantly they are living in their mind and if they say they have they are constantly bad and so when they live in their mind they don't even think of something like they, they are only feeling their guilt they are guilty, they are worthless, they have constantly negative thoughts uh, running in their mind. Like you're fighting against your own mind. You can never really run from yourself. If you're in a deep hole, you want to get help, but it's so deep that no one else can even reach you. That's how they feel. And then you have, also, so they have difficulty in concentrating. You feel that they, they don't finish tasks um, or deadlines in time. Or you, you're talking to them and some instance they've burned out, you know. And then the appetite for weight changes, like significant loss, uh, significant weight changes. Like, at least this person is not like having a diet, you find that probably eh, this is not really normal. Like, even they've gone from probably uh, a smaller size to a very bigger size, or the nice stuff. And they are not in any particular debt or it's in a significant amount of time, you know. And then we have suicidal thoughts. Gosh, this is just a major, 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 one of the major symptoms. And you have to be really careful when you're handling such a person if you're suspecting you have depression. Because this is someone already who is almost giving up on it or they have already given up on it. Either they're packing in their mind, they're trying to like, you know, call people and we, we call them saying our, like, our last our last call, you know, we don't want to leave when there's something bad. It's like when we have the clinic, uh, sorry, the chronic patients at the hospital who are almost getting near death experiences, they only told, you know, life is no longer, we, we don't think you're going to survive this. So probably call people and say your last call. Such a person will be, we have such a mindset, or they'll always be thinking of death, or they're like, gosh, their topics are always measured on. I don't think life has a meaning at all. Is their life, is their God, is why do things keep happening? And you know, they are in this thought, you know, because it's a call for help. And if we are not keen, and most of us will want to joke, even if we have a name, you're gonna lose this person. Once you say, answer, you're gonna give them will immediately impact them. I'm not saying also you will have to take all the pain because not all of us are for um you know practitioners to just know this person is um suicidal but I feel like we can know if someone you live with someone, if someone is a close friend, you can always tell if they are